that has no boundaries, no windows where the light of day might shine through. The only light here is that of a single solitary candle, and perhaps the illumination of the mind. If you are fascinated by the world of strange, or perhaps like to gather in those dimly lit corners and converse with those individuals who may not walk to the beat of this world's drum, then step across the threshold that leads to the room under the stairs. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland. I think you might know who I am. I know we've all been on lockdown across the world in this pandemic. It's getting kind of ugly in a lot of different places, but uh, yes, I'll repeat that again. I'm Stan Wangland. I'm one of the co-hosts on The People Under the Stairs. So thank you for joining us today for the show. And uh, my other dear co-host uh, will be joining us in just a couple of seconds. He and I have both been locked under the stairs together with nothing but uh, a couple of uh, boxes of Raymond noodles and some of those uh, handy little wipes, those little wash and dry pads. So we're kind of ripe to do this show. Now, that's a little joke. But anyway, here is my wonderful co-host, Paul James Caden. How you doing, Paul? Oh, I'm having a ball on lockdown, just like everybody else. Actually, I'm doing quite well. I don't. Uh, I always say I live a very quiet, uh, kind of monk-like life. So, and much, not much has changed for me. I'm just rolling with it. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just get a little skeeved out when I have to go to the store, you know, because there's people. Uh, you know, just out in the parking lot where we live, we, we went out the other day. Here's a, a family taking a walk down the parking lot. And the grandmother, you know, was holding this little girl's hand. And she turns toward the little girl, bends over with this tremendous cough, like right on top of her head. Oh, you could hear like the phlegm just rolling up like a <laughs> like a river out of her lungs. And I was like, oh, my God, she didn't cover her mouth or anything. So, yeah, you you see things like that. And then you go to the store and you're like, Who's been here before me that just hacked all over this stuff, you know? Well, I'm sure that inspires a lot of confidence in our viewers, <laughs> out there. our listeners, excuse me. Uh, we're going to sign off right now as we've, you know, the, I don't know about all of you, but um, I am a scientist. I do believe in the uh, in the scientific method. I do believe in social distancing and universal precautions that you should take for things like the coronavirus. There's not too much more you can do other than that. You can't live in a complete bubble in isolation, of course, uh, you know, but you have to, you, you can take a lot of positive steps. But to say that I feel that people have been careful about this, I don't think so. You know, a few people have been overly careful, but uh, other people, the vast majority of people have been um, just, uh, Pretty, as Larry David would say on Curb Your Enthusiasm, pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> the best one that I like is um, is still uh, the highlight for me is the uh, when I go to walk my dog every night. He likes to go to the highway and across the street on the highway. If I walk up uh, from where I live a block and a half, where, you know, there's a highway and there's a big eatery there, a very popular uh, restaurant that is doing takeout. And, uh, you know, they let you know that they'll, they'll bring it to your car. And the, and the guy comes to your car with a set of gloves on. And uh, he goes from one car to the next to the next to the next, you know, taking change, taking money. Then he stands there in the window and bullshits to you and goes to the next car. Opens the door that has a metal handle. I've been in the restaurant a million times. Comes back out. Gives the people the stuff. Now, you know, if you had to pass coronavirus... This is the way to do it. You know, to handling money, 
being on top of people. Gloves are carriers of the of the virus when you're touching people's hands or treating patients or whatever they are. You know, they're safeguarding you because they're a layer between you and your skin and you have a mask on. <laughs> but when you're going from one person who's not gloved to another, you're supposed to take them off after every other after every person. You're not supposed to keep them on. So it, it, it's kind of ridiculous out there. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it's it, that's the world the way that it is. On today's show, and I'm going to bump this one right out to Paul here and knock off the small talk. One of the things we get a lot of positive responses on is, uh, and we've done shows on using the tarot, uh, you know, um, to do readings for people. Uh, I actually uh, we did a reading on uh, one of the, the um hosts of another show and oh she just loved it she was just amazed and i said no the, you know readings can be used in a variety of ways and and you know paul does this all day long uh you know i do some of this uh and um we love to use uh the tarot for meditative purposes for instructional purposes to, to think about for values and different things like that and i think it's a good thing and paul agrees that we, we like to do that as kind of a feature like, you know, once a week, throw out a, you know, pick out a card at random and, and go over it and it can show you how important it is and how it can benefit your life. And Paul, Paul collects um, as a hobby uh, tarot decks and uses, uh, you know, quite a number of them. And, and he's going to be the first guy today to pick a card and run with it on some things. And uh, I'll throw it over to Big Paul. What do you say, Paul? What's going on with you and the cards today? Oh, I'm scared. The cards are scared. <laughs> well, you want me to uh, pick a card, correct? And just uh, read. I would, I'd love that. The, the, yeah, the people loved it on the show. I got a lot of responses from people on it. They really enjoyed that. All right. Well, the, uh, the card I'm pulling for uh, this week's tarot show is the Six of Pentacles. And, uh, <laughs> I think that is a uh, a very good card, you know, to to meditate on. And uh, you know, the current state that we're all in, everybody's getting tired of uh, you know coronavirus and lockdown and all of this. But the Six of Pentacles is really a card of of giving, giving to those less fortunate, but also being aware of the needs of you know our our fellow man and woman it's a card of of balance it's a card of generosity taking the feelings and the the needs of others into consideration you know so when i look at this card in in light of what you know we're all facing right now i i really see just what we were talking about you know to be mindful of the people around us, you know, take care of our neighbor. You know, if there's somebody near that is elderly and you're going to the store or just down to one of the little, you know, convenience stores or shops, ask your neighbor, you know, be considerate, you know, don't, you know, just don't go out in public, you know, blaring out coughs and sneezes, you know, out into the open air, you know, think about how that makes other people feel. Even if you're not sick, even if you just maybe swallowed down the wrong, uh, the wrong pipe, you know, think about how other people around you feel, you know, when everybody's feeling vulnerable at this particular time, you know, the six of pentacles is also a card of balance. It's balancing the material uh, with the spiritual, you know, so it's it's always important to put all things in life and including what's happening, you know, at the current moment, uh, not only following the, uh, the you know, the, the rules and the, the suggestions of the scientific community, the things that we should do, uh, but also putting, you know, putting it in a spiritual perspective, you know, continuing being kind to others, being good to our neighbor, doing unto others as we would have them do unto us. Uh, but also, you know, when I look at this card, it really uh, jumps through to me with that that balance. 
uh, realizing that this particular material world that we live in uh, isn't all there is, you know, so whether we're going through a crisis or whether everything is fine and we're prospering, you know, we shouldn't go crazy putting all of our stock in material things, being greedy, being, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if we trip up the next man or uh, sabotage, you know, what he's trying to do just so we get ours. You know, we should remember that when we leave this world, we can't take it with us. <clears throat> we always need that that balanced perspective, you know, uh, doing good to our fellow man, uh, being someone who lends a helping hand when needed. And, uh, you know, I think that's just an important card with an important little message that jumps out at me at this moment. And, uh, you know, I'll let Stan give a little commentary on what he thinks of this card and uh, see what you can bring to the table. Well, I think um, the six of pentacles, you know, I, I think, you know, you're right uh, with what you're talking about. So it's a it's a card that I think speaks of kindness in many ways. Uh, and it's finding yourself many times on the receiving end of the kindness of others. Um, you know, as well, you know, recognizing that there'll be people there to, um, to help you, uh, uh, if you get, if you get this card in a reading, or if you want to think about it, that there are people there to help guide you, advise you, lend you a hand when you need it. And, uh, you know, that at the same time that, uh, for somebody else, you'll be that helping hand. You'll be that person who, uh, you know, is there to advise them. Um, I think that I said when I was first talking about it, I always get the sense from the six of pentacles that it's, um, that it speaks to, um, the guiding light, the principle of the guiding light, I would put it. Uh, and it could be uh, that if you're older, if you're wiser, uh, if you're more experienced, uh, your influence and your knowledge can be that guiding light to others. And, uh, if you're not the person who's the older, the wiser, or the more experienced, that someone else can be the guiding light for you. You know, and it, it's, 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 it's about that give and take in the world. Uh, I did a show um, for my Just Thinking show tomorrow on explaining to people that I am not expendable and neither are you. And it's so funny that you picked this card, Paul, because it fits right into that same thing. Uh, you know, with the virus that we were just talking about, that's good. This virus is going to be over and done very shortly. I mean, you know, by the time of our life in that span. And you have to look afterwards when it's all said and done, how you acted and how other people acted towards you. You know, you can't be stealing face masks from the people or disregarding things. Or, I mean, you can but you're not you're not using the principles of the six of pentacles. You're not you're not being a guiding light and you're not listening then to the guiding light and wisdom from doctors or public health officials or other people who are more experienced. And uh, it, it takes you down a, a path that's not very productive. You know, I think the six of pentacles reinforces that idea of being of service to other people. Uh, you know, to offer the benefit of your wisdom, to offer the benefit of your kindness, to open your heart uh, to people in, in need, uh, you know, not to make sense that everybody's okay, you know, not to judge people because they're young or old or one way or the other, but um, trying to make a difference, trying to make a difference. And, you know, it's one of the things that uh, when I first started uh, using uh, tarot cards or finding out I had an ability with them uh, in, in some way, I, I didn't realize that they could be used as effectively as we're doing right now. I think that this part of segment of the show that we're doing right now is, is probably like a, it's almost like the equivalent of a universal reading where it points out uh, each one of these cards can point out uh, something that's so important for us to look at on a daily basis. And this idea of the guiding light uh, and service to others, very, very important. 
there's not a day that goes by that, that, that this isn't good for you to think about. That's my, it's, that's my. It, it's, it's definitely true, you know, and, and, and like you said, it's, it's a very good point. I think we, we all need to remember that, that one day, you know, this, this is going to be over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- these are principles to think about, not just now, you know, we're, we're seeing people, uh, like you said, they're stealing face masks, they're buying up all the toilet paper, you know, mm-hmm. they're taking, you know, raiding the grocery stores, getting, you know, all the supplies, leaving nothing for nobody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's, that's not doing unto your neighbor, you know, and we should not only think about that now, but absolutely think about those principles when when this is all over with you mm-hmm. know how is what's happening now going to affect the rest of our lives i always tell people when i give a reading i say you know that the future isn't writ- written in stone and it's not written in the cards you know yeah. that the, fu- the future is based you know on the choices that we make today mm-hmm. be- because that opens the path before us where we're going to go how we're going to treat others, how we're going to view the world. And, you know, everything is going to spiral from that. So mm-hmm. if that's if that's what we're doing now, you know, we need to stop and think about it, you know, because in the grand scheme of things, I just did a uh, another podcast I put out today uh, called uh, Is This World System Failing Us? And, and I talk about that mm-hmm. that you know if people are acting that this way now what would they do if something really really like serious was happening you know like what if there was the coronavirus and then there was um complete food shortage an asteroid about to hit the earth you know yeah all kind of crazy on what would people do it would be complete pandemonium and is that what we want mm-hmm you know, so we, we we need to learn from this. And if something happens, you know, the next crisis, because there's always going to be times of crisis on the earth where the whole world goes through something. We have to be better prepared, you know, how we treat one another in our day to day lives, even when things are good. And uh, I, I just wanted to say quickly, looking at the scales and the, the man's hand uh, on this card. You know, a lot of the images in the tarot are are related, you know, and we see the the old fashioned pair of scales. And also in the the tarot, we we see Lady Justice holds the pair of scales Mm -hmm. and just justice can mean justice in this world, uh, but also kind of spiritual or universal cosmic justice, you Mm -hmm. know, and that that reminds me that. As they say, all of our deeds, the deeds of each soul is, is weighed in the balance when we return to the divine source. And so many of us don't think about that anymore. We just think it's now and it's done. Do you know, do what thou wilt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you're wrong? What if you do take your deeds somewhere after this and they are weighed in a balance? What are they going to say about each and every one of us? And uh, I think that's also something very important to think about with that balance between the material and the spiritual. I agree. I agree. And uh, I, I was in my show today, I was saying, think of, think of one of these movies where people are cast adrift in a lifeboat or something. And people have, I mean, and, you know, it, it, what happens in the end result is it really reveals who you are as a person, what your character yeah. is about, what your, you know, what do your character flaws are, what your values and morals are about. And boy, you don't want to live in a world, I don't think, where it's, uh, you know, dog eat dog and uh, the six of pentacles and the cards and all the things, uh, you know, really, really, I think, help us uh, with that. Uh, a great deal to think about those things constantly. I picked a, a good one. I was just uh, going through the deck ball, and it's a beautiful uh, tarot deck called the Universal Tarot. Love it. And uh, I picked the uh, um, Arcana card, and it's uh, Judgment. And uh, wow, what a card uh, that is. Uh, you, you might think it's 
very similar to the Six of Pentacles, but it, it is and it isn't. Uh, it has lots of, um, I think, different interpretations to it. Uh, you know, the obvious one is, you know, there is going to be a judgment for the things that we, we do, possibly. But the judgment card, you know, for me, isn't, uh, I, I don't think the card just speaks of like just the scales of judgment, as it were. Uh, it's a card that has to do with um, this time of the year, I think. It has to do with resurrection and forgiveness. Uh, mm -hmm. Resurrecting uh, a, a good part of you, something that's been, you know, maybe dead uh, and now comes to life, uh, you know, forgiving people uh, the things that they've done to you in the past. And th the judgment card is also about making intelligent judgments for yourself, putting the past uh, behind you, you know, uh, putting it behind you. And if you're getting the card like an advice card, where you know you're looking at this and saying, "What is this telling me? What advice is this giving giving me again?" It's the advice that the judgment speaks of is forgiveness again, the willingness to let go of the past. Uh, forgiveness can be about another person, but you know, most of the time, I think with the judgment card, um, if you if you if you look at the deck, uh, you know, there's like an angel standing there with an upside down flag, and there's a a man, a woman, and somebody who looks, looks like a kid. Well, the, the, the male and the female could be, you know, a lot of different things we can see from that. But maybe that child is is you. And, uh, you know, it's the past. And forgiveness, uh, like I said, can be about the other person. But it's more about you and your inner peace. You know, it's like uh, the old, um, I think it's a, a, a Buddhist saying that if you uh, seek vendetta, uh, against somebody, then, you know, make sure that you dig two graves, one for you and one for the person that you plan on killing, because both of you are going to be destroyed. So mm -hmm. the judgment card has a lot of wisdom like that. Uh, I think the judgment card, if you think on it, helps you also understand that it's hard to forgive other people uh, as a human being. It's not a natural kind of a thing. It's uh, it's the, the the it's kind of an acquired taste, a taste. It's a it's a mark of character and spiritual development that we have. Uh, I think you'd agree with that, Paul. That it's that most people find it's very easy to hold on to your anger from the past. As a matter of fact, lots of people, you know, they they live their whole lives not based on. Uh, looking for, you know, positive uh, and optimistic things to get involved in, but by, you know, reliving something from the past from being angry about the past. And so I was so angry. This is what motivated me. Um, but if we let go of our anger from the past, we free up so much of ourselves uh, and open up ourselves for new things. By by letting the past go, it makes space in our heart. It makes space in our mind. Uh, anger occupies time. It occupies energy. Uh, and it changes uh, the way your body responds, the way you, you know, your, your mind, your body, and your spirit. All of those things are, uh, what can I say, are affected when we don't use good judgment. You know? Uh, one of the things I think the judgment card will tell you is that if you're if having a hard time forgiving a person for something, you can be forgiving about the situation. And you can understand that the situation maybe forced you or that other person to do things that you didn't necessarily want to do. So, uh, you know, you're not wasting yourself, you're not wasting your time. On, on trying to analyze a person and, you know, uh, to, to, to be like, uh, you know, the ultimate judge of things. You realize uh, intelligently that the situation was such that, you know, this person didn't have the, the strength, the maturity. They didn't have the support and react in a way that was a, a positive way to act. So you can forgive the person, uh, you know, of that situation. It's kind of like in the law when... Take a 15-year-old kid 
who goes out and drinks and gets in a car and kills a family, and then they want to execute as opposed to a person who's maybe and has been arrested 26 times, you know, for DWI. And the premise is the same as this. If you're a silly kid and you're 15 or 16 years old, you don't use a lot of common sense. Uh, maybe you come from a troubled family. Maybe you're not popular with the other kids. The, the, all the things in that situation led to that thing to happen. So we have to use we have to use good judgment. It's it's hard to forgive the person for killing, you know, the family, but you can understand the situation. You know, I think the judgment card is also important because when you learn how to make appropriate judgments. When you learn how to forgive, then you can start from today and you can focus and move forward uh, uh, with a peaceful, clear mind. You can start every day uh, in a new way and you really mean it. You, you, you know, that's the resurrection part. You know, you're making a choice to make and you're saying, I'm not, I'm not going to get locked in the past. You know, uh, I'm not going to, you know, uh, buy into that stuff. Um, so it's, it's important stuff. I know I have, uh, I have a couple of things in my life that are like this, where people have purposely hurt me profoundly. And, uh, I, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Uh, I was old enough to start using good judgment and quite frankly, my, my religious and my spiritual side came into play with, uh, not a tarot card, but, uh, some of the, the tenets of my of my religious beliefs, and they're very similar to this. And they say, "Hey, you know, you, it's important for you to forgive that person, forgive that situation, and move forward and move on from here." Uh, you know, with the tarot, you can do that, or you can even take it a little bit differently and say, "You know, if it's about forgiveness, you don't even have to forgive a particular person for hurting you, uh, especially if they're not uh, sorry that they have, but you can move on from what's." Do your best to harness your energy by using good judgment, understanding the situation, understanding what is, and uh, moving forward. So the judgment card, bottom line, it's about feeling stuck and then looking at all of these issues that I've spoken about and there's more, uh, becoming unworried about them and saying, uh, you know, I have the ability and I have the desire. I want to put this behind me and get yourself unstuck. Does that make sense to you, Paul? Yeah, the uh, the, the judgment card just isn't about uh, final judgment, although it's, it's funny that we're uh, in two different locations right now uh, drawing cards. And when you, when you do a reading for somebody, uh, let's say you do a, a three-card spread, the mm -hmm. cards always tell a story that seem to go in order uh, about the person's life, about what they're going through, or about mm -hmm. uh, maybe some of the answers they're seeking. And, uh, you know, we just saw that with the Six of Pentacles talking about being good to others, mm -hmm. uh, things being weighed in the balance, and then you pull the judgment card, you know, which, uh, you know, could, could speak of the same thing. Uh, but also, like you said, it, it, it means resurrection. It means newness of life. You know, the judgment card is generally the, the angel with the trumpet, which is uh, depicted by Archangel Gabriel blowing the, the trumpet and the, the dead are rising. There you go. But you can look at that, uh, you know, they're coming out of the graves. Uh, you can look at that very profoundly, too, uh, as the world goes through this this crisis together uh what's going to happen when we come out of the graves what's going to happen when we come out of the darkness when we come out of the lockdown uh, like you were saying are we going to go through life with those old greedy materialistic it's all about me and what can i what can i get for myself those old rotten stinky grave clothes or are we going to throw all of that off and go forward into the light because the judgment card also means hearing the voice of God or hearing the voice of spirit, mm -hmm. you know, that can also, you know, say hearing your, the voice of your higher self, uh, your own conscience, you know, as it speaks to you and says, Hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. 
maybe you should be a better person. You know, so are we going to throw off the old uh, stinky, rotten grave clothes and listen to the higher voice, be better people, come into the light, be better to our neighbors, to our world, you know, or are we just going to continue on as as we are until we hit the next thing? And then, you know, we're, we're going to be even worse set in our ways and we're going to have raising our kids to be that way. What what kind of world are we going to live in if if we can barely pull together now when they're just asking people to stay home and there's so many that are not just saying, ah, you know, F you, you know, I saw a clip from Italy uh, just the other day where, you know, they were supposed to be in quarantine and this guy comes out of his house. He's yelling at the, the soul, you know, the, the, that, the, the soldier in the street, he's lifting up his shirt, you know, inviting the guy to shoot him, you know, screw you. I'll be out of my house if I want to. You know, the cops had to come and, you know, they they uh, they kicked him down pretty hard, you know, and uh, kind of put the zip ties on his wrists. But, uh, you know, <laughs> is, is that the kind of world, is that the kind of people we want to be? Because that's that's where more and more people seem to be headed. I'll do what I want, you know, to hell with what's right for everybody else, to hell with what with what's right for society to hell with what the experts say for my own safety and everybody else's, you know, that's, uh, that's living life in the grave. And that's going to send a whole lot of other people to the grave with you. And uh, how is that going to weigh in the balance? You know, how's that going to go for uh, the judgment, uh, if you will? So, you know, I think there's a lot there to ponder uh, with the judgment card, leaving the past behind, leaving the darkness behind, leaving the old dead ways that are no longer working behind, you mm-hmm. know, stepping into that light, hearing that higher voice, being better people for a better tomorrow. So very, very good card. Yeah. I was, I always loved the card and, and is I have one final thought to it. It's very quick. The card is, you know, which is implied in, in judgment, but it's a different word that's used too. The, uh, and I'm, I can't believe I didn't put that in there between because uh, I was more centered on the Easter message of resurre- resurrection and forgiveness. Uh, it's a day of reckoning, too. Oh, yeah. The judgment card is a, a card that calls for self-evaluation and awareness. And it, it requires a need to develop enough spiritual attitude on your part and mind to look objectively at our mistakes and our shortcomings as well as all the things that we think that we know uh, that we're doing right. And that's one of the reasons why I, I, you know, uh, I mentioned that show about uh, I'm not expendable and neither are you. And that someday, you know, very soon, this stuff will be over. There will be a day of reckoning for people, the way they behaved. Uh, you know, uh, even if it's in your, even if it's how you look in the mirror at yourself, you know, so it's it's you know they're they're very important lessons. Uh, I bet you, I know I have one or two experiences like that in my life, and I bet all of the people in the listening uh, audience that we have out there. Do you have any kind of things that you've ever said or done to other people that, when you look at them now, they're kind of cringeworthy? Mm-hmm. And you say to yourself, "Did I really do that?" <laughs> Did I really say? No, I mean seriously. I'm not talking about like yeah. a gaff. I mean something that was hurtful or harmful or dishonest or or whatever now maybe i'm just a, a you know a, a bad guy and i've got a couple in my in my the skeletons in my closet but man you know you don't want a lot of those you don't want a lot of those and uh, if more time was spent on thinking about moral behavior thinking about values thinking about ethical behaviors even using the cards like this for for building good morals, good critical thinking. Think of this. If you're listening to the show, folks, we're talking about tarot cards now. Would you think that that you could get all of this out of them? I'm I'm always pretty amazed when we do a show like this, Paul. I have to be very honest with you. I I, I do readings as well with cards, uh, you know, for entertainment purposes and whatnot. I have to say that, of course. And I'm also a professional psychologist, and um, I don't practice as a private clinician anymore. But I have to tell you, as a very, very good uh, clinician, 
and uh, people would always uh, I always had a pretty good success rate with people. I can tell you when you do a good reading, when you put things in a positive way and you put uh, when you interpret the cards uh, as we're doing here and throw them out to people for their consideration, for their choice. I find that people are a hundred times more separate, receptive to this than they are receptive to, <laughs> to psychotherapy or philosophy <laughs> or a bunch of other things. It's amazing. Because yeah, I, I think I think the tarot, you know, like any, um, you know, mystical or yes. or psychological tool, it, it pertains to all of us. You know, yes. it. It's yes. not only talking about you, it's talking about me, it's talking about the guy or the girl next door. You Good know, point. it's it's universal, you know, it's it's not pointing the finger at anybody saying, gee, look at your problem, it's saying, look at us, you know, and how can we all do our individual part to make that 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 picture better, you know? That's a that's a beautiful point. I, I, I have to jump on that and interrupt you with that because I would have not made that connection. And all the time that I've been doing this, and that that was a that's a little epiphany for me. It's a, that's exactly right. It's a universal. It's a blanket kind of a thing, for uh, submitted for your approval, like Rod Serling. Every man, every person. That's a very good point. It's a lot more palatable. You know, it it's is. a lot more palatable, and, and therefore it can be a lot more instructive because it's not punitive. It's for your consideration. Well, I don't know about you, Paul, but I have no more for the judgment card. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I, I just love this segment of the show. I have to tell you that. I, I, I really, really enjoy this uh, quite a bit, uh, you know, doing this. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I, I really like it because it's, to me, it's all things. It, it is a little bit of the paranormal. It's a little bit of the psychological. Yeah. It's a little bit of the, the spiritual and the mystical. It's it's all those things all rolled into one, which which I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, really nice. I, I really enjoyed this show quite a bit. And um, I, 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 I like listening to your interpretations of the cards where I, I might interpret them, you know, slightly different. Uh, sometimes majorly, I you know they're they're spot on. I, I hope that I'm giving some decent readings to you uh, out there with some uh, important points uh, relative to the cards. I feel that I am, but uh, yes, yeah, very enlightening show to do live. Uh, and for those of you in the audience, uh, man, you know uh, there's a ton of material on this. Uh, just wade through some of it and, and go to the good stuff. And uh, if you want to do something, particularly when you're locked down, if you want to do something good, don't be looking for fortune telling. But, uh, you know, pick a couple of uh, cards out at, at random and think about them. What do they mean? Uh, you know, how, do they, how does it respond to, you know, or, or um, you know, how does it uh, relate to your particular life? You know, judgment, uh, you know, the six of pentacles, uh, you know, any of the cards. You know, how you, you, boy, you do that every day, a few times a week. You know, you start thinking about your life. It's amazing uh, when you pay a little attention to something in a positive way, how much better it starts to function sometimes. Just my, just my spin. And, you know, if, if people don't have cards or, you know, they, they don't know where to, to get them, they're on lockdown, they don't really want to go to the store. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a whole, there's a lot of apps out there, particularly if you go on like the Google Play Store. There's all kind of apps with the, sure. the tarot that you know will just generate a card at random. You know if if you uh, if you draw one, and uh, it, it works just as well. Whatever pops up on your screen, just sit there and think about the image. You know it'll, it'll most times have a little interpretation of the card. Mm -hmm. You can read that. You you can meditate on it and think about it. So uh, same difference. You don't have to, uh, you know, have a physical deck or say, oh, gee, I don't have cards. What am I going to do? I'm on lockdown. You can get an app. You know, there's all kind of angel cards, tarot cards. Absolutely. All, yes. All kind of apps that you can use uh, just the same way. Yes. That's a, that's a very good point. You know, I often do that when I'm uh, when I'm studying something uh, with philosophy or I'm studying something um 
with religion. I'll just put on, you know, religious tutorials or tutorials on St. Francis or something about uh, some philosophical, you know, uh, you know, issue or whatever it is. And you'd be surprised. There's tons of really good and legitimate stuff out there from people who are very, very knowledgeable and just giving that information away for free, man, like a ton, a ton of it. Well, Paul, what uh, you know, since we're wrapping up in our time here, what uh, what do you have going for your shows and everything else this week that you might want the, the listening audience to be aware of? You know, it, in this particular, uh, you know, we, we keep well, I keep referring to, uh, you know, this particular time right now that the, the world is facing. And it's it's really made me think you know, uh, pertaining to my shows, pertaining to the, the work that I do. Um, I've really been coming to a place in my thinking where I, I've been, I've been kind of saying what, what does the world need rather than what it thinks it wants? Because, you know, right, right now, everybody's kind of scrambling and there, there seems to be no no voice of reason or there's voices mm-hmm. all over the place you know i'm going to be uh, putting out a show on the spirit side tomorrow uh one of the things i'm going to be talking about uh and the name of this uh, show is going to be bug and it's based on the show with um i don't remember the actor's name shannon is his last name you mean michael shannon michael shannon and uh, it's about a guy who's like completely crazy. He thinks that there's uh, transmitters in his teeth. He's being stalked. That there's an you know invisible bugs. You know, mm-hmm. and and he gets a girlfriend, and eventually she starts believing his uh, his delusion, and mm-hmm. they're both like completely you know crazy in the end. And um, you know the the show is kind of about that. You know how right now there, there's so much. Uh, bad information circulating, you know, and not only now, but even before this started. And now we have people out there saying, you know, um, when the when the vaccine for the coronavirus comes out, uh, don't get it because it's going to be filled with all this poison and nanotechnology. And it's going to be the mark of the beast from Revelation. If you don't get it, you're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to go to school. You're not going to be able to access your bank account or go to the grocery store you know people are swallowing this stuff like bug and uh you know so long story short that's that's really made me kind of uh reevaluate my shows and what i've always wanted to say um what i think the world needs rather than you know what it kind of thinks it wants sometimes and um so i'm doing a little bit of an upgrade on the spirit side which should be uh Hopefully by tomorrow, the producer will have the new logo and everything up. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be the same. But uh, I think for me, maybe a little more heartfelt uh, on some of the topics. But uh, I also, the the message, I, I kind of revamped that show, which I've been playing a lot with the, the secondary podcast. And uh, it is now the, the Mystical Fire, and it is just... Uh, much more spiritual, much more mystical, because I, those things sometimes are, aren't the most popular subject, but I still think they need to be out there because there there's so few shows and voices and people that talk any kind of reason or comfort or logic to people. And uh, I was kind of long-winded on all that, but uh, you know, if people, uh, you know, are interested in that, check out the spirit side, check out uh, the mystic fire. Uh, they're kind of different, but uh, they kind of have that element of um, just kind of logic, just kind of, you know, more clear thinking rather than jumping on the, on these bandwagons. And, uh, you know, interesting shows. Uh, check them out, see what you think. Well, very good. Uh, and uh, I'm Stan Wangland, once again, uh, you know, the co-host with Paul here and uh, my other show that I do uh, five, minimum five days a week, usually six days a week, is uh, called Just. Uh, I haven't changed the format for that show, uh, you know, in the uh, past, in the year and a half that I've been doing it, because I, 
I really enjoy the format of that. It's been uh, quite successful, uh, you know, to date. And I want to expand, you know, the audience base for that. Obviously, it's been a little bit uh, hard with the coronavirus uh, taking over because um, just like Paul talking about, I, I have to mention it on my shows. The, the, part of the fun of, of just thinking is uh, a lot of the shows are comedic. I think Paul would agree with that. They're funny. You know, there's like, uh, you know, are you a robosexual or something like that? Which is really true. There's people who want to have sexual relations with robots in Japan and other places on artificial intelligence and algorithms and funny things and preppers and everything. Well, it's kind of, you know, there's not a lot of fun going on right now while the uh, whole world is in the midst of a, a pandemic and really uh, kind of a hysteria. So yeah. it's got people really heightened. And what do people do in a hysteria? They either go into denial, which means they start calling everything a hoax so they can relax, or they become obsessive compulsive about it and they start to try and get every possible piece of information that they can get and implement every crazy strategy that anybody just tosses out there that could be a possibility. Well, that, that would be like fighting a war. We're saying, well, we, we shoot them on the left flank. No, we shoot them on the right flank. No, use the cavalry. No, use the artillery. I mean, you know, you don't fight a battle that way. You, you have to have a plan that's coordinated. So, of course, uh, there's not a lot of leadership going on in our country. And uh, throughout the world, people have been caught kind of flat-footed with things. So uh, just thinking, uh, like probably a ton of other shows, uh, it's uh, very hard to do our ordinary job unless we're just talking about the coronavirus uh, and spinoffs on that, which uh, I don't want to continually do. So, yeah, you know, uh, we have an interesting uh, show coming up on Monday and I have a wonderful and mine is not a guest driven show, but I have a wonderful guest uh, uh, Elizabeth Pisani, Elizabeth uh, Ellie Wood, who will be she's a social worker, a very lovely person, and uh, one of my former students from many years ago. And she has a lot of interesting perspectives on social work. And, uh, you know, she's a millennial uh, or Generation Xer or whatever the heck it would be. I don't even know at this point in time, but uh, we're going to have an interesting show on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, a lot of other fun shows coming up and, uh, you know, things that are that are good for folks uh to think about enjoyable scary fun you know the, the gamut as much as possible the, today's show on uh, the uh, tiger king was uh trying to uh, attempt to get back uh, to things to a little bit more towards the usual and that evidently was very well received by a lot of folks. So uh, I don't want to be disrespectful to people during a pandemic and saying, hey, how about this comedy show last night <laughs> while people are dying? You know, it's I, it, I just feel it's a little bit disrespectful. So it's a hard balance for shows. Now, one thing, Paul and I, if you'd like to reach uh, Paul, you can get him at Nocturnal Magic. Uh, you know, you, he, you will get uh, Paul's uh, email and he'll get back to you on that. If you want to get a hold of me, it's S. Wangland. It's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And Paul is on, uh, you know, YouTube and he's on all the other platforms. Uh, so am I. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Facebook and uh, Twitter and all those other kind of things. And if you're interested in uh, your own personal reading or anything else, Paul does those. You can get a hold of him through uh, the Nocturnal Magic or if you're interested in reading from myself. Yeah, you can uh, give me a, a, a call at S. Wangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And uh, we can we can hook you up with something. So uh, did I miss anything, Paul? Nope. I just wanted to uh, clarify that email. If people oh, okay. wanted to reach me, it's uh, nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And uh, also kind of... Uh, uh, clarify with with the spirit side. It still certainly talks about spirituality, paranormal, uh, you know, uh, kind of the crazy conspiracy things that are out there, and 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 uh, uh, the events unfolding in the world. It it, it just has uh, maybe uh, a few more uh, extra spices in the mix now to make it a little um, little different punch here and there. But it's it's not becoming like. Uh, a religious show or a political show or anything of that nature. Uh, it's the same, but different. And uh, I, I hope people will, uh, will like it. 
Yeah, it's like it's like having a second marriage. It's the same but different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you upgrade. You know, it's yes, uh, I, 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 I liken it to to making an album. Hey, well, you know, it's you know, it's it's been it's been kind of it's been kind of mellow, but but now it's going to be like a little heavier, a little more in depth, and uh, you know, a little more drive. Maybe we'll see. All right, man. Well, with that said, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to give us some feedback, rate, and review the show. We are moving to a new platform on April 1st, and uh, uh, we should have a uh, uh, wider um, audience, amongst other things. And there might be some other changes in the show, uh, in the, uh, you know, the little formatting of the shows. But we'll see where that all leads us. And if Paul and I become superstars, don't come looking at me for any money. It's every man for himself, buddy. <laughs> That's right. If I have my first million, I'm going to buy all the toilet paper in the land. <laughs> That's it, buddy. I'm getting my own hand sanitizer. A little guy who comes and washes my hands for me. I call him, come over here. He's my hand sanitizer. But all that foolishness aside, we will catch you next week uh, with a couple of shows, I'm sure. One, uh, you know, people under the stairs on some kind of a topic and then uh, what do you say Paul you want to do another one of these next week keep on rolling with it I love doing yeah I think it should be our our secondary show I think it's uh, really good I think people like it so we, we should continue with it okay buddy thank you for listening to this episode of the people under the stairs if you would like to reach out to the host of this show please feel free to email Paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com that's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at S. Wangland. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com. That's at swangland at gmail.com. And please continue to check out all the new episodes of The People Under the Stairs every Wednesday and every Sunday on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called, Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.